Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives. This is an up-close look at the students, faculty, and administrators who make your college unique. This week's show shines a spotlight on the programs and people here at YCP. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffner. Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives, and today we have a guest with us, and our guest is Liz Grubb. And because Liz has one of the longest titles I've ever heard or ever that I've ever met with anybody, <laughs> we're going to let her tell you what her, her title is. First of all, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, my, I'm Liz Grubb. Really happy to be here, and I am York College's Coordinator of Sexual and Relationship Violence Prevention. Okay, and and obviously that is a very important thing, but this is a relatively new position. Position uh, about yes. a year or so. You've been uh, yes. on campus about a year. Yes. So first of all, let's let's do a little biographical. Let, explain. You you grew up in Lancaster County, mm-hmm. uh, so you know the area. But you know, you went away and you came back. G- give us <laughs> give us the sure. Yeah, I went to college out north of Pittsburgh, a small liberal arts school, Grove City, and then I did my master's degree at Geneva College in higher education. Knew that I wanted to work with college students. Knew that um, impacting their life and helping them figure out not only who they are, but kind of creating that change within their hearts and culture was important to me. Uh, So got my master's degree and um, thought and assumed that the only thing you do in college was go into residence life. Not true. Lots of things to do <laughs> Oh yeah, at the college, but my first job was in residence life. I managed uh, some residence halls and got a position at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, so spent a couple years on campus, um, was in all freshman female halls, and so saw the challenges that come with being a young freshman female um, and when you just first enter college. And so I really wanted to stay at Belmont, was time to move off campus, ended up in campus security, and I was serving as an advocate for victims of sexual assault and dating violence. And uh, I did all of their prevention work on campus. So I honestly kind of fell into prevention work. I know that there are a lot of people who study it and want to go into it, but it just so happened that that was where my gifts and talents matched. Uh, So did that for a couple years again at Belmont University time to move home uh, to be closer to family was looking for a different opportunity and York College had received a grant from the Office for Violence Against Women and they were looking for a project coordinator for that and it just aligned a lot of my passions a lot of um, the skills that I had been building up at at Belmont and it was in the right location because of York College so uh, applied and here I am so one year down (laughs) one year down Uh, you know and and it's interesting in a way a lot of people would think that that your job and your job description has a negative connotation, yes. that, that we have this <laughs> rampant problem on this campus. And I don't yeah. think that we do, but maybe maybe you should assess mm-hmm. it more better than I. But it just, it, 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 it everybody, it's a little hard to spit out what you do to everybody. It's <laughs> yes. a little, you know, it's like, oh, she does. So how do you get past no, that? No, yeah, that um, it is a problem with, you know, having the negative associations with this topic. And uh, I have some coworkers who joke around with me that now I have this marquee sign over my head <laughs> that says sexual assault lady, sexual assault lady. And that's absolutely the type of stigma that we want to break right. down. Um, and so one of the great things about the uh, information and resources that we get through the grant is uh, help with kind of destigmatizing it and taking away those negative associations 
associations. Of course, it is a traumatic issue. Right. It's something that's very serious. We don't want to diminish anyone's experience with gender-based violence. Um, but on the prevention side of things, it's actually really empowering and engaging to let everyone know that they have a part. Because even though violence is a huge public health problem, it's completely preventable. So we have to be able to talk about that and in a way that can engage people and meet them where they are and give them tools and, and resources that they can do that. Uh, and so we we literally had entire sessions in our conferences of training to talk about what the negative associations are with this issue and how we can put a positive association with it. Again, keeping in mind this, what the survivor's experience is how we can build up survivors, um, but really tell the general population why it's so important for them to be part of the the turnaround of the, you know that positive outcome. And and obviously we're we're the last maybe four or five months with the whole Me Too thing and Harvey yes. Weinstein, the the level of. I guess awareness has has risen yes. a lot. Have you seen that as well? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I was even having a conversation with some colleagues at the Pennsylvania Coalition Against Rape about this very issue. Um, with the hashtag Me Too campaign, the hashtag Times Up, all of the things that are happening with this national conversation, survivors are coming forward more. They're feeling more comfortable that they can share their story and receive the resources available. Even if you would ask um, our local crisis center with the YWCA, their number have gone up. Mm. Their waiting lists are longer. Um, and the great thing about this national conversation, it's unlike any previous national conversation. So there has been a lot of great work that's been happening historically with this movement and this issue. Sure. Um, you know, a lot of really wonderful people have come forward um, to work on things. But we're in this weird awesome time where like, we're actually seeing consequences nationally of uh, right. people coming forward um, and that is really empowering for people and it's also empowering for again general student general staff just really general population uh, that one there are a lot of survivors among us and we need to be sensitive to that and support them uh, but two we have the capacity and power to do something to help them all right <laughs> um, and, and- the the key here is that you have to reach out. Yes. How are you doing that? I know that you've done some campaigns on, on mm-hmm. campus. There have been some work that's been done, but obviously this is an ongoing thing because yes. you have you have your your population turning over on yes. it consistently. You know, every every year we have a you know a quarter of our students are new. Um, yep. So mm-hmm. you're, it's a constant uh, thing. What are you doing? What is your office doing? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the the biggest approach that we're using is bystander intervention and encouraging people to identify as active bystanders. So um, really, what you said is you know reaching out, whether that's to support a survivor or uh, thinking about if there's an incident that could be a potentially violent incident. Um, even if you don't identify as the potential victim or the potential perpetrator, you are in a position of being a bystander. So helping students realize that they can overcome the bystander effect. Just because you see something doesn't mean you have to ignore it. There are a lot of barriers to intervening, um, but giving them real practical tools that can match their personality and whatever situation they're in that they feel comfortable doing something. And that's basically all it is to be an active bystander. If you see something, do something, whether that's directly getting involved, distract, causing a distraction of some kind, um, or delegating their responsibility by calling someone for help. 
police, a friend, a trusted advisor, something like that. So a lot of our education with the grant and what we've been doing in the past and hope to do in the future is instill within the York College culture this uh, mindset and really kind of the standard that we are active bystanders, that we don't want violence in our community. And when we see something, we do something about it, whatever that is. Um, So the students that I've talked to so far, well, student staff and faculty, but I'll highlight students in particular. Uh, The students that I've talked to so far, they care about this. Uh, They want to be active bystanders. They're excited to be active bystanders, but they often struggle with the what to do moment. (laughs) So It's easy to say, yes, I'd like to be a bystander, you know, an active bystander. But when you face that, that's huge. Exactly. Uh, So a lot of our training, and I'm a pretty practical mindset person, so Obviously, I'm capable of thinking abstractly, Mm. but when it comes down to it, like, I want the big idea to be like, okay, now what? You know, what do I do? Um, And I think that's what our students are asking right now. They're like, yeah, we get this. We're hearing the national conversation. We heard it in high school. We heard it in orientation. We know being an active bystander is important. Tell me what to do. So a lot of our training is related to that. Uh, We're reaching out through all, you know, student orgs, Greek life, athletics, student senate. Um, We have a program called Don't Cancel That Class, where we're encouraging faculty to call us. Instead of canceling a class, we'll call come in and we'll teach them being, you know, bystander intervention training uh, or some other components of violence prevention. And a lot of faculty members have taken us up on it. We're so excited because um, thinking about it, you know, there are certain avenues or maybe target audiences, for lack of a better term, where you can always kind of hear right. and be like get to training. But really, my goal is I want every York college student to know that they're an active bystander and that resources are available. So how do I meet that student who is a commuter and only comes on Tuesday and Thursday nights and has two classes how do I how do they know that your college cares um, and so that's like one of my main missions with prevention and response and kind of these resources I want everyone to know that we care and we have something for them uh, and that they're part of the solution we are talking with Liz Grubb, who is going to tell us what her title is. What's the title? The coordinator, because I'm not going to say it. <laughs> the coordinator of sexual and relationship violence prevention. <laughs> All right so I, I, you know, I, the idea of this, if you're going to cancel a class, mm-hmm. probably you, they, they don't want to hear that at, at <laughs> some point. But uh, when you go into one of those situations, uh, what are you trying? What are you trying to do? So, are you doing your whole kind of? Yeah, your whole we do. Program? Yeah, we do the training. You can do, you can do that in an hour long class. Yeah, or less. I mean, well, I mean, the concept of bystander entrance five seconds long. If you see something, do something. So the the um, the level of training we can vary, and we have those opportunities. So we have fifteen minute version, thirty minute version, seventy five minute version, whatever the class length is, or however much time we get. Um, And we have trained facilitators, faculty, staff, and students who are ready to do that. Um, So it's not just me, uh, which again, that's another sustainability piece from the culture change perspective. It needs to be able to carry on with messaging. And consistency beyond just my office and me. <laughs> sure, and, and and also you get by in that way. Exactly, and really, you know, in some capacity. So, for example, we're talking a lot about how to engage men with this issue of violence prevention. That'll be a huge thing that we're focusing on this spring and in the coming months with the grant. Uh, I'm not a guy, so I should not be the main voice okay. with coming. Good point. With, you know, coming through that. Um, I would love to be a part of it. I think that you know, men need to be allies with this because it's a human issue. It's a people issue, not just a women's issue or a men's issue. Um, 
But I recognize that I shouldn't be the first voice that some men need to hear with this. And so that's this is why we need to engage everyone on campus with this issue. Um, and so that we can have leaders in every capacity, whatever pocket of population you find yourself in. There's someone saying, hey, I care about you. We don't like violence here at your college. Here's what you can do about it. All right, Liz Grubb. <laughs> if, if there's questions about anything that we talked about or just about what you're uh, what you're mm -hmm. doing what should people be doing i mean obviously th this is an outreach sort of thing too sure. but people are going to reach to you as well sure yeah well i'm always happy to meet with anyone who wants to talk more about uh what's going on nationally what we're doing at york um, what they can do in their specific sphere of influence uh we have all of those training opportunities they can find those on the website uh ycp.edu slash end sexual violence um, so they can look more on the different programming that we have if there's something they're really interested in but they don't see it on there we develop it that's the great thing about having uh, my position on campus and the ability and re access to resources that we have through the grant um, but I guess my biggest takeaway for anyone uh, would if they if they don't know what to do um, but they find themselves faced with a situation that could turn potentially violent be empowered to know that you can make a difference even if you're just one person and even if it's as simple as making a phone call um, that could save someone's life or it could definitely change the trajectory of their life uh, so feel empowered that you have that ability to do that um, and if you don't know how or if you have questions on how call me <laughs> and your contact information yeah my email address is egrub at ycp.edu and my phone number is 815-1215 Liz Grubb thank you very much appreciate your time thanks for having me Thanks for joining us for WVYC's Perspectives. The program airs Mondays and Fridays at 10 a.m. This public affairs program is also available as a podcast at wvyc.podbean.com. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the executive producer of Perspectives. We hope you join us again for another in-depth look at the York College community.